graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Don't be fucking shitty about it. Let me have this, okay? Don't be a dick. I have appendicitis. <laughs> I've been waiting two weeks for this. <laughs> Let me have my moment. I can't, I can't wait for the day where I can make you laugh as hard as you make yourself laugh. <laughs> Like I went to go piss and my urine just stopped. That's a goddamn HIPAA violation, Steve. <laughs> Fucking dick. His wasn't his thing, and I said, I thought they were roommates. He goes, he's gay, do you know what that means? And really that just means he likes what I like. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna go get beer. Good, I need something to wash the ambient down with. I play Skyrim because when an arrow hits me, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Otherwise, I just go shoot motherfuckers with arrows. <laughs> That's what video games are, they're worlds without consequence. Don't be a stranger. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy who makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast.net. And now, here's Chris Cologne and Austin Shooty. <laughs> Welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Austin. <sighs> After the long, long... My road to recovery, which really, for me, ended like two days after the surgery. But I said, no, let's just wait and see, all right? Like, hmm. uh, you can't lift more than ten pounds. I hey, fuck you, I can. <laughs> How am I supposed to fucking take a piss then? <laughs> uh, well, you don't, you don't just... You can just pull out a string and then put your hands behind your back so you don't pee on it. Superman style, huh? It is. How do you get the dick back into the pants? That's ah. the question. There's well, a, that's why you can't lift more than 10 pounds. You have to have an assistant come. There's, there's an old assistant come. <laughs> there's an old an old joke. I don't know how old it is. A uh, guy goes to a fancy restaurant. You know, it says all the waiters have a spoon in their pocket and a little string hanging out of their pants. Uh-huh. They say, hey, what are what are those for? To say, hey, what's the what's the spoon and the string for? He's like, well, the spoon is. We noticed, um, you know, a lot of uh, people will drop their soup spoon and then ask us to get a new one. And it saves a lot of time not having to, you know, go back and forth between here and the kitchen. If we just have a spoon ready to give them as a replacement, they say, all right, well, what about the little string hanging out of your pants? Well, that's another time saver. There, we realize that you know we spend a lot of time washing our hands in the bathroom, so uh-huh. we have a little string we can pull it out and do our business that way and not get our hands dirty. We can come right back out and keep serving. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, oh, all right, yeah, that's kind of cool. It's efficient. And then he's you know mulling it over with his meal. He you know drops his spoon. The guy gives him the spoon to eat, and he's like, hey, you know, I was wondering, how do you guys get your dick back into your pants after you've taken the piss? He's like, well, you know, don't tell the other guys, but I've been using the spoon. <laughs> Recovery's been a lot like a dick spoon. <laughs> I guess is the point I'm trying to make here. Well, it's sort of like, you know, it was just a normal day at work. You yep. showed no signs yep. and then when we were recording. Yep. We were just, we were doing clearances. We were talking. And as I was going around just looking at the machines, like, God, this is unbearable pain. And then uh, went home and, you know, now, cut, usually cut a couple I, hours later I was in the hospital. Most people that I know are like, uh, uh, like a fever or... Because you did throw up. 
right? I I purposefully threw up to try and relieve the stomach pain. Oh, okay. Which the stomach pain was unbearable, but I can't just be like, my stomach hurts, I gotta go home. So I, you know, I spun that into, hey, I puked, I gotta leave. Mm-hmm. Um, it did not help. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, so the puking wasn't. It, it it was an intentional puke to try and figure out what's wrong with my stomach kind of puke. Ah. Those of you listening, uh, this, this is gonna be gross. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's just. Like a finger down your throat kind of a deal? No, I can I can make myself puke. <laughs> hey, shut up, puke. Well, there's a there's a documentary from the late '90s called um, Beyond the Mat, yeah. and it, they go behind the scenes. Uh, and there's a part where there's a wrestler named Draws, who was an ex football player who ended up getting fucking paralyzed because he landed on his neck. But they they show him back when he's auditioning for WWE, WWF, and Vince McMahon, he's like, he's in the office, and he's like, well, do you have any any talents or something? And he goes, well, I could puke on demand. (laughs) (laughs) So Vince McMahon's eyes light up at the fucking idea of this. So he's like, all right, so I'm going to play the commentator, and, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, act like, you know, you're going to throw it. It's like, he's going to puke! He's going to (laughs) puke! Whenever I hear someone say, I'm going to puke, I think of Vince McMahon screaming, he's going to puke! He's going to puke! Well, um, so yeah, so I, you so you could just like well, I, I well not immediately I I, <laughs> I hope no one none of our this listeners are is, this is a, a stupid little stuff, yeah. stuff. this, this is you know, a stupid trick I learned it from Ace Ventura two mm-hmm. when nature calls because <laughs> like right at the start he's climbing up a cliff I don't know if you've seen the film but for those listening the <laughs> film it, it's a movie it's not a film. Um, so he's, he's, in he's climbing up a something? cliff and he sees that does happen too but he uh, he sees this. Uh, He's a nest with baby birds in it, and they're like chirping and chirping. He's like, "Oh, you guys are hungry!" And he just kind of does this like, <coughs> or he just belches a bunch of fucking times, and then pukes up food into the baby birds' mouths. And just based from that, I really, you know, I, I can belch on command very powerfully. I'm uh-huh. undefeated in any kind of belching contest. People have, you know, decided, "Hey, well, let's see who can burp." burp. It, it's me mm-hmm. every time. So, um, it's it's the same muscles if you're trying to intentionally puke and you're trying to burp. Uh-huh. It just you crank Don't stop. It, you, you, <laughs> right, you just you crank it up to eleven if you're trying to puke. So I, I can do that and kind of deep throat. If I, you know, if I, if well, I, that's the back of your throat like you usually do. If I if I, if I eat too much and there's more good stuff to eat, um, yeah, I can I can clear the tank if necessary. Um, not that I've ever done that specifically. I think that's like that's half bulimia. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's just puking to th- stay thin. No, he's puking so he can eat more. Um, so I, I can do that. So, I, yeah, I tried doing that. It did not help. And then, yeah, I, I went home. Kind of, I went home, kind of suffered for a few hours, thinking, you know, it was, you know, bad gas, food poisoning, something fucking crazy, whatever. Uh-huh. And it just wasn't getting better, wasn't getting better. I curled up into a ball, and uh-huh. I felt a lot better doing that. Um, and then, like, later on, it was just, you know, Okay, let's see if I can, you know, figure out what this is to try and figure out how to fix it. And turns out, if you have abdominal pain that starts in your belly button and kind of moves toward where you you know, where it turns out the appendix is, mm-hmm. and if curling into a ball makes that feel a little better, you probably have appendicitis. <laughs> so I went to the hospital and said, hey, I, I did a Google, I probably have appendicitis. And they're all like, okay, well, you know, you really shouldn't trust Google for that sort of stuff. We'll check you out. And then... It was appendicitis, again, like blood work and a CAT scan. Mm-hmm. And then the RA or whatever, not RA, maybe? RN? RN, there is. R- RAs are for camp, like dorms. <laughs> um, the RN. It's really weird, um, RA came in. The, 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 you know, the, she the, got right. mad at me because yeah. I was having a beer pong party. Right. right. <laughs> 
it's like, look, I might have appendicitis. Why don't you just cut me a fucking break, okay? Yeah. Don't, t- don't, don't fucking tell the student board. She's been um, on edge since Christmas. As this kid's threw the Christmas tree out the window, man. You know, she's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how, how, I don't know how you get a fucking mattress on the roof, but we figure out how to get it off the roof. We light it on fire. <laughs> um, so no, so you know, they're like, yeah, it's appendicitis, and the RN is like, you know, I, I just like, yeah, see, I. I I figure, but that, you know, that's that's cool. And he's like, oh, it's not cool that's appendicitis. I'm like, well, it's cool that I was able to be like, hey, this might be appendicitis. Come here and get it taken care of instead of just staying home and wondering what it was. He's like, yeah, you shouldn't really, like, you know, trust looking online and stuff like that. So I'm like, why are you being shitty about this? It's <laughs> fucking Google saved my life. And you're like, um, you know, um, you know, I'm sure people come in and it's like, hey, I think I might have cancer. Like, no, you've just been shot in the leg. <laughs> and I'm sure they get, you know, fucking a hundred people come in every day saying, hey, I Googled this and I think it's this. But the one time I'm right, don't be fucking shitty about it. Let me have this, okay? Don't be a dick. I have appendicitis. <laughs> I have lupus. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dr. House, it's never lupus. Yeah. Except the one time it was lupus. <laughs> that shit was crazy. <laughs> You fucking bust into the operating room like, wait, wait, it's lupus. Like, but you said it, I know what I said. This man has lupus. He's gonna turn into a werewolf. Okay. Well, do we just put do we just put this thing back in? He's a lycanthrope. That's not what is that what lupus is? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead freely admit right now, I don't know what lupus is. But I'm pretty sure it's not the same as lycanthropy because there's already a word for that. That's well, it's the disease. That's, the, that's my, my one thread for why lupus isn't lycanthropy. They're not the same word. Awesome. And there's already a word for lycanthropy. If a werewolf fucking killed Dr. House. Dude, it's not lupus. So, wait, so you're saying it doesn't... Damn, dude. I've been waiting two weeks for this. Let me have yeah, my moment. I can't, I can't wait for the day where I can make you laugh as hard as you make yourself laugh. <laughs> God damn. Okay, so, all right, so the guy was being shitty about you Googling. <laughs> right. Like, sure, I get that, a, you know, a lot of your workload day-to-day is people who think it's something serious and it's like fucking diarrhea. Gas or something, or something yeah. yeah. But... Fucking, if I didn't Google this and say, hey, maybe it's appendicitis, I would have suddenly felt better in the middle of the night. My appendix would have fucking burst. I would have gone septic in my sleep. So, like, you know, maybe give Google credit where credit's due. This one time, Google let me know, hey, you should go to the hospital. (laughs) And that was actual results. (laughs) Right. So... This Google Assistant is really fucking helpful. <laughs> right. Google, what's wrong with me? Probably appendicitis, bro. <laughs> I I change it to always call me bro and to, to say bro at the end of everything. Um, it's, Make it's, a left, bro. It, it's, a, it's a real fuck for their data mining. You know, they're like, who the fuck is bro? Why does he always look for how to make things in Minecraft? <laughs> so that was some... Um, that, that was the start of my last two weeks. So you got to sit at home, take painkillers, yeah, play video dude. games. And, and like... My dream life. And, and like, I, I, everything I said, I'm going to get this done, I did not do. <laughs> I, I didn't fucking... Like, when I was in the recovery bed in the hospital, mm-hmm. I read a little bit of Dark Tower. Didn't fucking touch the book since then. Oh, wow. Um, I did not watch any Rockies because they're not streaming on any of the services I have. I'm sorry for that. Because you had just texted me out of the blue. Hey, did you know uh, the penguin was in Rocky? (laughs) (laughs) I was was watching Drunk History, 
And uh, Paget Brewster was doing something, and she's like, Eleanor Roosevelt is like uh, uh, Mer- Meredith Gaylord? Mer- 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 Lee Merriweather. Mer- sorry, wrong. Wrong Batman person. Um, is it, is Burgess it, Meredith. Yeah, she's, she's, you know, it's Bur- Burgess Meredith and Rocky. And I'm like, wait a second, isn't Burgess, Mer- Burgess Meredith the Penguin? And I just fucking paused it and Google it. Oh, shit, I gotta tell Chris. Because, <laughs> you know, hydrocodone's a hell of a drug. <laughs> He's also in that classic episode of The Twilight Zone. Oh, but there was time now. Yeah, there was fine. There's time. I can finally read. And he steps on his glasses. Mm-hmm. You can still read, though. Right, get good. <laughs> <laughs> Are you nearsighted? Put the book farther away. <laughs> and then he was also in Grumpy Old I think he was in both movies, Grumpy and Grumpier Old Men, where he's like, he's the father of either Len- Lennon? John, Tom- John Lennon? John Lennon. No, he's not John Lennon's dad. You can, you can get as correct or incorrect as you want. <laughs> I'm not going to know the if you're telling the guy, truth or not. The two guys from the original Odd Couple. All right. Um, Charlie Sheen and um, <laughs> fucking... What's his name? Well, there was I, John... I, the, I, John I, Lennon? John Lemon. No, no. Hold Tom on. Lennon. This is going to bug the show. The, the guy, the guy who, from Reno 911 did a remake of the Odd Couple. Who was the other brother of Two and a Half Men? What the fuck was his name? John something. Uh, the famous Teddy Z. That was another show he was on. <laughs> guy from either either Sixteen Candles or Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Fuck. What's his name? John. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Sheen and John. John. Little John. Little John. No. Hey, you, you moving in with your house? You moving to my house with your kid? You what? Okay. It, and, and you know, I'll freely admit, it might not even be John. The, <clears throat> the motherfucker that's not Matthew Broderick. But. Is pretty much Matthew Broderick. Nothing. Uh, All right, fuck you then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's on the tip of my tongue. John. Johnny. John. Johnny Five. Johnny Five. How did we get to this? Because <laughs> you were talking about the Odd Couple. Oh yeah, the Odd Couple. Yeah, no. Tom Lennon from Reno 911. Uh-huh. All right. And uh, the guy that played Chandler Bing. Yeah. They were. In, they're like in the most current incarnation of uh, the Odd Couple. Of the Odd Couple. Then there was. Uh, talking about. Grumpy old men and the odd couple. Yeah, well, like, yeah, yeah. Because well, the original odd couple. I'll give you a platform for okay, this. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> uh, then the original odd couple movie. It might have even been the same. Um, Jesus Christ. The guy from Bad News Bears. No. Bob Thornton. <laughs> and. Oh, that, was, that was the remake. Yeah, yeah, remake. Yeah. Yeah, fuck a remake, fuck everything up. Now imagine if they keep remaking everything, everything. Yeah. Like there's gonna What's be like, everything, everything. Like Was every every movie's rebooted, but like three or four times. So like a hundred years from now, they're gonna be like, which reboot are you talking about? I much prefer the, uh, you know. And like they just because they don't really number sequels anymore in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They just start calling it like you know like Spider-Man Two. Like oh this is the yeah, next Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, well no. So like the next Spider-Man reboot, reboot they'll just call Spider-Man Two. Oh. And, but then it'll be more confusing because, like, when they reboot something, when they did number sequels, wait, do you mean the second Spider-Man movie Sam Raimi directed, or the fourth reboot of Spider-Man, <laughs> which was the first numbered reboot called Spider-Man Two? <laughs> and no, then T O O like Teen Wolf. Yeah. And then there, there's going to be someone working at IMDb who just fucking kisses his shotgun goodnight because he just can't handle that shit anymore. So it's like, you know what, man? I. My, my job, my only job is to go through and keep this shit straight, and I just can't. I just fucking can't. Because they don't, they don't even try. They don't try, they don't care about me. He just does like a fucking 24-hour live stream of it, like the guy that killed himself over Bjork. He's <laughs> got fucking Spider-Man face paint on. He's just got all the reboots of Spider-Man playing in the background. Credits roll on the last one. He's like, this is, this is for you, Sony. <laughs> 
You know, just that's the world I want to live in. Did Jason Bateman attack Dr. House? When? Because he's Teen Wolf too. <laughs> it's not lupus. Oh, <laughs> But it's not two. We just see oh oh right. Spider Man. Your cuts are getting so deep, man. Yeah, Spider Man also. <laughs> they start calling it again. The reboot. <laughs> like, they, oh, no. they just acknowledge the reboot. Oh, so you, you, you can figure it out because they'll you know the, the first reboot they'll call it that again and then it'll be once more <laughs> and then at long last does we feel like the third time's a charm. Well, if they were to do it again, I mean, I guess they could do, like, Ultimate Spider-Man. Why, why would they, they, they Well, I guess well, they did Spectacular Spider-Man, because they already did the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, Spectacular Spider-Man was a TV show, and so was Ultimate Spider-Man, though. <sighs> ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, easy there, ladies. I'm taken. <laughs> and taken, too. <laughs> Wait, there's a show called Taken. <laughs> there's a... Just like the movie. Then there was the the one that came right after Taken Three, where they're uh, they're on the train. Is it Taken uh, on a train? Oh, t- t- uh, t- t- uh, Taken Commuter. Taken Four, a ride. <laughs> <laughs> taken. Liam Neeson oh. needs a bigger pool. What do you think, man? Is this gonna work? I see. In a couple weeks, let's see. And it yeah, works. Yeah, I'm still employed. <laughs> for now. And I guess you know I'm I'm your emissary at, at work, so everyone's like, "How's Austin doing? Where is it? Was it okay? Don't fucking talk to Austin." I felt like making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Austin's got lupus. <laughs> he, he, he fucking ran off. He abandoned he his family. He went to Cancun. It wasn't even fucking appendicitis. <laughs> it was a poopus. <laughs> because he was a werewolf that shit a lot. He decided to uh, start stalking Lupita Nyong'o. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's his full-time job. And he, he, uh, he decided that, like... He's going to ce- kill himself oh, over her. No, he's like, our celebrity couple name would be Loop Us. <laughs> It's not Lupita. <laughs> it's never Lupita. We'll be right back. So, as one might expect, my uh, medical issues were a topic of conversation today. First day back after yeah. two weeks of appendicitis. Mm-hmm. Well, not two weeks of appendicitis. Well, <laughs> about, well, about 12 hours of appendicitis and two weeks of recovery. recovery and all that other good From stuff. From a laparoscopic appendectomy. <laughs> Sorry. Or, you know, you can't... So you couldn't come back to work because you couldn't lift 10 pounds. As I still cannot lift... Ten, well, I'm, I can. I'm not allowed to lift 10 pounds. Nor push, nor pull. Which is super fucking vague. Am I allowed to do doors? Um, <laughs> yeah, those big, heavy... Yeah. Right. Yeah, the doors are particularly heavy at work. But, you know, fuck it, whatever. I, I do the doors because that's standard day-to-day shit. And before you guys in the story, I, I did find it kind of funny that, like, one of our coworkers, the same one that was kind of asking us about, like... Black Panther and yeah. all that good stuff. He's like, what are the signs of, a, of a yeah. appendicitis? So sort of like, you know, just in case. You know, it's, sort of, yeah. it's always nice to know what the signs are. Yeah. You know. Well, you guys want shit, lifted. but like, hey, you, you got some wisdom for me now, don't you? <laughs> you live through something. Um, so anyway, this guy, oh. who was from Nepal. Yeah. English is a second language. As we like to call him Indian Chris. No, 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 no one calls him that, but I... Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we jokingly call him Indian Chris, because him and an pull in right when Chris and I pull in we imagine that they're podcasting too um so decided to commiserate a little bit with me because I had my appendectomy and he had kidney stones so uh was giving me a little shit because I I was like straining to pick up a shipper to do my audit Uh um and 
it's a, and, you know, I do this in an accent because I, you know, the broken English just sounds weird if I don't try to at least try the accent. You gotta put a little affectation on it. Right, so I'm not, I'm not like, huh, fucking people from Nepal, right? I'm like, this is what sounds like to me, and here, these are the words he said as they were presented to me. He, says, they, he do not understand people without, uh, without his stomach pain, they don't get it. I had kidney stones, and they, uh, I felt like I was ready to give birth to a child. They take a pipe and put it right up into my penis, <laughs> and just, uh, try to break, break, break the stones up. I try, try to go, it does not work. They oh. put the pipe up again, they say, take deep breath, and then I take deep breath, they pull! Oh. I'm like, holy fuck, dude. I... <laughs> I got a shot in the arm, went to sleep, and then woke up and my appendix was gone. <laughs> the only thing that went up my dick was like a rubber catheter, and I didn't even know until I tried to piss. <laughs> well, in all fairness, I had kidney stones also. Mm. Did they put a pipe up your penis and break, break, break? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't put a pipe in my penis. Uh, actually, what had happened was I had passed, I had passed them, because long story short, like I went to go piss, and my urine just stopped <laughs> midstream. And, you got a little ball bearing, <laughs> and and I couldn't, and then like I kind of, I was able to kind of like dribble out just a little more, and then I, well, and then so I go, and it was the worst fucking pain I've ever had in my life. I felt like my insides were like ripped, like like a, like Freddy Krueger or fucking Wolverine was clawing my insides. You feel like you were ready to give birth to a child? Yeah, give birth to a child. So I go to the hospital, and then they, you know, they go, oh, you know, and actually what had happened was, is I was. I had lost that was around the first time I lost a lot of weight because back when I don't know if how because how, you're probably seven or eight at the time uh, you ever heard of you weren't fat it was all rocks well, the, uh, you ever heard of Fen Fen no well it was uh, Fen Fen stands for fence me Fen floor me and, uh, uh, yeah, that didn't clear it up at all. The time. Yeah. And one of them was an appetite suppressant, and the other one was basically a fucking legal upper. So uh, I was so, doing both. So like what uh, what Sarah's taking in Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, I, you know. I, you, no, know. you want uppers? No, it's diet medicine. Yeah, and uh, I yeah. was a, and they had, it actually discontinued Fenfen because a bunch of fat-ass housewives were having fucking heart problems. So, you know, I was still young and healthy. You know, and if, I guess if something does happen to my heart, I guess my, my family could probably sue Fen Fen. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you'd be dead, but nice for that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I had lost, and I guess when you lose that much weight that fast, my, the ketone level of my urine was just fucking off the charts. And with that, like, I had, uh, my, you know, like, because I, like, they go, oh. they were doing a million tests on me. And they're like, oh yeah, I did, I've, I've lost 90 pounds in the past three months. Quick like, sidebar, uh-huh. ketones off the chart sounds like a jazz band. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. This, um, is, this is our new album, Off the Charts, from the name. Ketones. Louis McKenzie and the Ketones, and I do now, I do some Off the Charts. That's you. I got a kidney coming out of you. But I digress. You're like a gift to a baby. It's like a pipe in my ketones. My right. penis. So, with you being gone for two weeks. Sorry? We never got you. You owe us a Tarantino Tuesday. But it's Tarantino Thursday. It's Tarantino Thursday. Alright. So. I think keeping in with this current theme of medical problems and you're you're out, I would I would suggest or, or here, let me just throw this out there. Quentin Tarantino gives us his story about his appendix. Uh, 
getting removed, getting or, just removed like, or just like in there. Just it's sort of, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything like leading up to him going to the hospital or even going to the hospital. Yeah, all right, so, well, like, Quentin was off the set for a couple weeks, comes back and tells his story. Yeah, like, you know, he, he gets rushed off the set yeah. and he comes back. It's day one. Right. It's been two weeks since he's been gone. <laughs> All right, everyone, gather around and make this quick. Okay, we got a lot of fucking subs to catch up on. It's been a been a rough couple of weeks. Okay, uh, uh, Grace, put the fucking coffee down. I'm talking. Grace, fucking whore. Okay, so some of you may know, some of you don't know. Those of you who do know, someone fucking talked. I'm gonna find out who. It was Steven. That's a goddamn HIPAA violation, Steve. <laughs> fucking dick. All right, so. I was out, I had an appendectomy. That's when they removed your appendix. It was a laparoscopic appendectomy, okay? They went in there with fucking robots, with cameras and knives. One of them was probably just fucking smoking a real cool red apple cigarette, okay? Because everything I do is cinematic, even fucking almost dying, okay? So they went in there, they got that shit out. I've been in recovery, okay? I've been watching a lot of Netflix, okay? Jessica Jones season two, not worth your fucking time. The Joel McHale show with Joel McHale, that shit's funny as fuck, especially when you're tripping on hydros, okay? I was tripping balls, man. There was a fucking... Surfer dude soundtrack going on. I pop one pill. I pop the other one. I was like, I'm fucking cruising. They say don't operate heavy machinery, you know. I think forklift. I know they mean cars, but I'm driving anyway. Fuck it, you know. Uh, and just as soon as that shit ran out, I thought, you know, it's time to come back to work. They tell me I can't lift more than ten fucking pounds. You know how much? You know how much a gallon of milk weighs, man? Seven fucking pounds. If I get a fucking three-pound value box of Kaboom cereal and a gallon of milk, I can't carry that shit at the same time. It takes twice as long to make breakfast. It's bullshit. Anyway, Sam, I need you to come in here and say nigger. <laughs> that was Tarantino Thursdays. It's Quentin Tarantino telling his story of his appendectomy. Thank you. <laughs> so, at work. And we with those two we, weeks... We, we call it on set, Chris. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's, he, he won't leave. Yeah, I'm fucking still here. Oh shit! You're gonna need Quentin a fucking exorcist. <laughs> oh shit! I'm You're sorry. gonna need an exorcist. Quentin, I'm a big fan. What, Quentin, what the fuck does reservoir dogs mean? I, I, I never, I don't know what. You know, I'm never gonna fucking explain an artistic little flair like that. If you ask me why I misspelled Inglorious Bastards, fuck you. Okay, I had to learn how to read. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the real guy. <laughs> In your absence, I put together a greatest hits episode oh, with you know. Sam's Club, Bates here, uh, design, uh, you know, where your badge is. Uh, Who she be with. <laughs> uh, what else, what else, what else? Uh, Rick uh, Rick meeting Seinfeld. Oh, Jesus. Pitching. The fucking final seal. <laughs> the final seal bro- broken, Jerry. And he said, fuck on SNL. You know, I saw people on TV eating a dog. So, um... <laughs> So we were. They brought Iron Chef to America. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Uh, That was a that was a sick burn on the Asian stereotype. Um, So they had two of our coworkers today died. They were saying. uh, Well, one of the guys said, "What did he say?" They were talking about filling filling out paperwork. And he's like, he put his thing in the other guy's thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, his, uh, his wasn't his. His wasn't his thing. And I said, I thought they were roommates. <laughs> oh my god, man. I haven't laughed that fucking hard. 
been so long. Because for the past couple of nights, I've been working a little overtime. When you weren't here, I've been working a little overtime. We got a little two hours here and there doing, you know, busy work here and there. She was going fucking nuts. And so it turns into a fucking gossip circle. Oh. And everybody's talking about everybody's business. Ooh. And they were like, oh, I'll need, I'll need to hear a little bit of that. You one. didn't know so and so was having, was fooling around with so and so? And, you know, and they're like, and now that being said, some of these are same sex uh, situations. Nice. So. Uh, you know the the so they're friends. So right? so what had happened was that someone had someone had said, "Oh, I thought they were roommates." Oh, so there was actually and a history. So, so there is. So I thought, I, so I thought you were just the is, funniest fucking person I've ever met. Well, no, well, I, <laughs> I'll give credit where credits due. <laughs> and so I thought, you know, when you're talking about this guy, but I thought they were roommates. You know, because it's but you know, there's a seed of truth in a very funny uh, story, which could be. You know, everybody has a roommate. I had a, I had a god sister. You know. Everybody has a roommate. Well, uh, no. Well, not everybody, but uh, I lived alone for a couple of years. Like when I, when I was first introduced to the concept of gay, it was my mom's cousin, and it was oddly enough like after church, and my mom introduced me to her cousin, and he was very effete, and uh, so my mom, you know, and I had to be eight or nine years old, and my mom goes, "He's gay. Do you know what that means?" And really, that just means eaters. he likes what I like. <laughs> he loves the cock, and so and I said, no, I don't. At the time, I didn't know. And she goes, he likes boys the way boys like girls. And I said, oh, okay. And for me, it was except for gay boys, which is a recursive logic loop. So, <laughs> and I was sort of like, you know, I was, I was like, you know, and I guess maybe since I was introduced to the concept at such a young age, it was never. A taboo for me, yeah. and I guess also growing up in New York City, which explains all the cocky stuff. Nothing's taboo. You Cousins are legal, Alabama. So yeah, part of the situation was like, oh, you didn't know so and so was in a relationship at one point with so and so, and like, oh, I thought they were roommates. All right, so we're gonna go get beer. Good. I need something to wash the ambient down with. It's fucking irresponsible. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to text you at noon. You're not going to text back. I'm not going to give a fuck, and then six days later, they're going to find you because of the smell. <laughs> well, one of my buddies, who is a legitimate funeral director, and is also oh, a... Man. You're suggesting there's a legitimate one. <laughs> well, no, well, I mean, because you know, he's, he's also a wrestler. He also does, uh, like, uh, independent wrestling. I do funerals. So, just don't tell anybody, okay? <laughs> Keep it on the so, DL. <laughs> you know, so he kind of, you know, he goes by, like, The Undertaker or whatever. Not in not wrestling, because that's big. <laughs> that'd be a big copyright violation. But, uh, so he posts, you know, death-related stuff on his, on his like, Instagram. And it was all these... All uh, is... Is that the one you did you share something like the funeral director or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. And uh, it was it was like dead bodies. Because nice. oh, the one I shared, the thing I shared with, to him Wait, like, was from, that someone from con- the funeral home. No, 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 no. Someone, no, no. <laughs> the thing I shared was someone someone converted a coffin into a grill. Nice. And you know, talking about the ashy ashy taste or something like that. And then um, the other thing with, that he posted was. A bunch of scenes where bodies had been just laying there dead for God knows how long, and I guess like just the skin just melting off the bones and everything like that. It created basically an outline of where the body was, mm-hmm. and like you see, like here's a guy laying on his bed and he's kind of you know just curled up on the way, you know, like if you would curl up on your bed and you know just and then die, and, yeah, and just die, and like, God knows how long. But then I, like you see like 
there was like one guy that had like a bag of potato chips next to him, like where the body was. Like, was he eating potato chips when he died? And like, are those potato chips still good? Why do you want some? <laughs> You're literally pulling into a gas station right now. I can get you potato chips if you're hard up. Please don't eat the potato chips that were sitting next to us at that time. He's not going to complain. Before I get into this argument, we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building. Door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. Ah, ah, ah. It's a dead issue, man. Don't, don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17 year olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little history doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at twelve years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did you watch movie. this shit at twelve? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Click and hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. You can leave the pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the-letter-n-hit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now for listeners of Two Strangers One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. And we're back. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> Again. You can't say retarded. That's our word. That's the R word. <laughs> that one's free, Tommy B. You can use it. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your day? It's all right. Yeah, it worked. About it. This is a very standard day. I started my day out a little early. Went to go see uh, Ready Player One. 
Yeah. Based on the book by Ernest Cline, altered. Oh, altered. oh that, that Ready Player One. <laughs> and there's, everyone's like, oh, there's going to be part two in Ready Player Two. Not going to happen. Well, one, there's not a book by the same dude. Spoilers. <laughs> everyone fucking dies. <laughs> I, have, I haven't seen it yet. It's the, it's the Matrix meets Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. You know, it's it's people who live in the Matrix. People who you know, the it's like in the future. It's like the 2030s, and the world is fucked up. <laughs> it's the future. It's like next week, <laughs> and the world's well, fucked up. All right, could have been last week when the world's <laughs> fucked up, but I'll bite. Well, it's it's, uh, it's advanced enough where yet. yeah, it's advanced enough where everybody, even the poorest of four people, have uh, VR. Setups in their house. Don't, don't you have a little VR headset? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So the force of the force. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's like you know, I mean, this is like the advanced like there's like a omnidirectional treadmill and you know haptic glasses like haptic I mean, haptic like, haptic gloves and haptic, <laughs> haptic <feet> glasses. <laughs> <and just laughs> <rub your fucking. laughs> ah shit! <laughs> this, is, this is the only way we know to. You show shot pain. me in the eye. <laughs> Like back, I think it was like PS2 era. They had a, a peripheral for like soccer games, uh-huh. where the controller vibration instead of vibrating the controller, fucking kicked you in the shin. <laughs> it was just like this little metal rod. It just fucking slammed your shin. Jesus Christ! Yeah, which like cool. I guess if you really want to be immersed. Yeah. But I'm sure the controller vibrates for more than just getting tackled. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm not gonna. That's not a peripheral. I'm gonna pay for. Anyway, so yeah. they, they have haptic gloves, so they have, like they have haptic gloves. You, you and grab a, body suits. Like you grab a physical object in the game world, and it like restricts your movement, so that you know, as if you're holding it. Yeah, and then you know, Neat. he has, but he has like a, you know, he gets some coin, and he gets his hands on like a like a legit like haptic back body, you know, biofeedback suit. Ooh. So like you know, if you get kicked in the nuts, you feel it in the nuts, and right. so on and so forth. Why would I want to add more pain to my virtual experience? Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. I mean. Or at the very least, like, I would not, I would not have it around my nuts. I would cut a hole in the haptic. I, I, I would just want one to, you know, sternly but harmlessly vibrate where I'm taking damage. So like, I get it, but it doesn't yeah. hurt. Yeah. No. In the movie, they're wincing in pain as if it were real. Why the fuck would you do that to yourself? Yeah. And it's uh, you know, I play Skyrim because when an arrow hits me, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Otherwise, I just go shoot motherfuckers with arrows. <laughs> That's what video games are. They're worlds without consequence. <laughs> chicken chicken towers and everything. <laughs> right, yeah. So you, you can make a fucking nightmarish chicken-murdering hellscape in Minecraft and, you know, PETA doesn't come throw blood at you. <laughs> and, you know, I, it, it was interesting enough, I mean, for... It, it was a Warner Brothers movie, and... Huh, it was like, say no more. Well, no, it's, <laughs> it's sort of like I'm surprised they didn't have... All right, they, I mean, there was a, you know, uh, for lack of a better term, a cameo by Batman, a cameo by Harley Quinn, but you would think like Warner Brothers, like DC's, like their big thing, right. you know. Well, and especially in this movie, maybe they're reading the room and they know in 2030 no one's gonna give a fuck about their property anymore. Yeah, but what people give a fuck about, you know, Street Fighter. People give a fuck about Hello Kitty. People give a fuck about Freddy Krueger. Like it's not like it's sort of weird that like how they, now the, the the theme in the movie is that the guy who created the Oasis, uh, people tend to veer towards 80s themed pop culture because he was raised in the 80s. And, you know, that was his thing. In this world, they don't really kind of push that angle. So they could have, you know, characters from the 90s. They could have, you know, a Deathstroke or a fucking Harley Quinn, you know. Is Deathstroke in it too? Well, I think you see him in the background. 
you know, well, or Lord of the Rings. There's no DC characters except all these ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> look, I mean, well, I mean, just think you, you would think they would have be a more prominent, prominently displayed. They gave you three. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I want like, hi, I'm Batman. I would just, just. just they know. already did that with the Lego Batman movie. Yeah. And with the Lego movie. And I haven't seen Lego Ninjago movie, but I'm, I'm sure Batman, <laughs> you know, pops his head in at some point, like, oh yeah, my movie was good too, or something. <laughs> Let's not forget about me. We've, we've had plenty of Batman pop in. Can, yeah. <laughs> it's got the it's Iron Fucking Giant on it. Sit down and calm down. Yeah. Which I'm sorry the, I said down twice. And the original book was Ultraman, but they couldn't secure the rights. But I think I think that's a Warner Brothers property also. Ultraman? No, no. Uh, Iron, Iron Giant. Because in the movie he does say Superman a right. lot. And then I think they even have like they, they also say Superman and Spider Man too though. So uh-huh. well, like they have like the kid has like a Superman comic. Yeah. Like and it looks like I'd imagine that's Warner Brothers. Though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's not, it, and it's not like a generic cover either. I mean, it's not like the her first issue or whatever. But he's like, you know, as he's showing the Iron Giant, the comic books, like, oh, here's Superman. And Iron Giant's like Superman, that hoe. Oh. Watch me crank that soldier boy. <laughs> and you know it was. Good for what it was. I don't know. Like it's it wasn't bad. It had it had a couple of magical moments. Like you know, Spiel, like you know, which I'm totally putting in the world. Of, you know, of Spielberg. Like not Ernest Klein because Ernest Klein is kind of a dick. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to it's hard fuck to kind the, of fuck the creator of the source material. Yeah. Well, it's sort of you know, and there's a lot of you know. I know it's a joke, like uh, you know, Steven Spielberg and lens flare, but there is, is that, there is a, a joke. Yeah, that's I sort of a joke with J.J. Abrams. Well, well, because it was derivative of Steven Spielberg. I didn't know that. And like in this movie, it's sort of like, yes, there's all these characters that if you fucking squint hard enough, you can see. But you know, I'm pretty sure for all the legal loopholes that had to jump through, it's sort of like they're all like literally background characters. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of you know, it was kind of disappointing. I was you know, I wanted you know, in a world where anybody could be anything. You know, and then they focus on the main three characters, which are basically two generic anime characters and an orc. <laughs> or, I'm, I'm sorry, the plot got in the way of your fan service. Yeah, but, I'm, I'm sure they'll remedy that next time. <laughs> they'll, they'll just walk a GoPro through a toy store. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to discuss spoilers. Should we spoil it? I don't. Know, it's still it's still brand new. I, mean, I haven't fucking seen it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I asked you if you want the spoilers, and you said you, you, you don't care. And I, I, I don't feel like the movie's been ruined for me. Uh-huh. I, I, I feel like you've told me things that happen, but not really having any kind of knowledge of the world or the characters or anything. Uh-huh. That doesn't ruin the story for me. I still have no fucking clue, you know, what occurs in the overarching plot of the movie. I, it's... So, we can, you know, hold off on spoilers. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll see it soon. Yeah, the, well, you know, the, there's a guy named uh, something Halliday. Mm-hmm. The actor that played him was absolutely fucking horrible. It's supposed to be... You know, I'm I, I'm wondering. Neither the book nor the movie flat out say here's a guy with you know either Aspergers or somewhere on the spectrum or something to that effect. Do they have to say that? They don't have to say it, but I think <laughs> they sort of. Maybe you're just bad at picking up on. No, it. because well, no, I mean, yeah, they don't have to say it, but I mean, the guy playing the character is not he, he's not doing it justice. He's he, he's dumbing it down to a point where it's almost insulting. But then again, they haven't they don't say he has Aspergers, so also there's no there's no perfect. Impression of it because it is a spectrum. Yeah, but it's. Uh, I don't know. The guy plays like a fucking dummy, mm-hmm. but yet he's a fucking brilliant genius, you know, guy at the same place. But this whole thing is it's not. It's not awkward 
awkwardness to be awkward for because you're just you're so brilliant that you don't know social interaction. It's yeah. just like, yeah. you, you can play as the Iron Giant and Bathwater burn the baby. Bathwater? What? Rain Man? No. <laughs> Have you not seen Rain Man? <laughs> I did, but years ago, and I, I mean, other than like the more commonly known uh, go-to catchphrases for that movie. You know, I, I don't really remember about bathtub babies. <laughs> bathtub babies. <laughs> Sounds like something you Googled and then a cop knocked on your door. Why are you Googling bathtub babies, boy? Well, there's the, you know, all the boy bands. There's that, yeah. There was that infamous, like, the gay guy, the heavyset one with the glasses, where he was trying to get, like... Elton John? No, not Elton John. Well, he's, I mean, yeah, he's heavy. He's a heavyset gay man with glasses. <laughs> This is why I'm, I'm just trying to tell you, you need to be more specific. Oh, I know you didn't. I know you didn't mean Elton no, John, but not, not the piano man. No, no, no. That's uh, no. That's our. Uh, that's uh, that's Billy Joel. It's Billy Joel. No, not no, the Rocket Man. The Rocket Man. That's Kim Jong Un. <laughs> oh God! What if, what if something did come out against Elton John? Like what? Him trying to fuck like a 15 year old boy or something like that. I don't know. He'd probably like, cancel his Netflix a... show, <laughs> and we'd forget about it a month later. Um. So. You know, had a bunch of biscuits last night. <laughs> yeah, how are those, man? You're welcome. <laughs> we went to the Popeyes, uh, and I guess I, I guess you're a fan of biscuits. I, KFC, Popeyes, any like chain fried chicken place. You know, like the two that I just named, and the rest that don't exist. <laughs> um, I tend to like their biscuits even more than I like the chicken. Uh-huh. So on my way out, I'm usually wanting more biscuits, so I'll buy a few more. I looked at Popeyes yesterday, and it's like an extra dollar to get 12 biscuits instead of six. Uh-huh. I thought six would make me seem disgusting, but if I get 12 and give Chris six of them, <laughs> then I'm a generous guy who just gave away half his biscuits. <laughs> Alleviate that guilt of me. <laughs> and then, so I had my six biscuits. Well, I didn't, well then what I did was, is, is this going to sound horrible that I, I ate? I don't know. You haven't said it yet. I ate the, the eggs that my daughter and I made for Easter. Like the dyed eggs. It's not horrible. There's nothing wrong with that, right? I mean, no, why you know, let them go to waste? You eat them or they rot. Yeah. So, so you know. might have a little funky color in your poop, but other than that, you're good, man. Yeah. If well, the, well, the, the if, eggs themselves. If the dyes seep through to the whites, which yeah. tends to happen, you, know, you, get, you get a little, little fun in your poop, but other than that, you're, you're fine. Yeah. It's food dye. I, I would hope you use food well, dye. Well, you know, it, it was it, it, on the package, it did say, you know, food, uh, non-toxic. Non-toxic capsule dye. It's the Paz. Which, what the fuck does Paz do for the rest of the year when it's not Easter? Because you only yeah. see that brand at Easter time. <laughs> I, I think it's non-toxic dye. I think it was French. And it was non, like no, uh-huh. toxic. You'll die. Non. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so... It's so weird because the box comes with, like, it came with a bunch of stickers. It came with, you know, the little dipper thing for you to dip the eggs in the, like in the, the dye. The constellation? Yeah, the constellation. <laughs> it came with a bunch of stars in a box. And, uh... Burn the fuck out of your hand. <laughs> um, not if I use my Dr. Octopus tentacles. I can contain this star. Um, I can contain it. <laughs> She's got my back. <laughs> um... This is container. <laughs> These are my tentacles. They, they're on my back. I didn't recommend messing with them. The inhibitor chip was fried in a laboratory accident. Uh, the uh, it's such a great movie. I hate to make fun of it. What, Suicide Squad? No. Um, oh, Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man Two. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Was pretty good. Yeah. 
Alfred Molina is a fucking man. That still stands on its own all yeah. these years later. You can't say that about a lot of comic book movies. Anyway, how was Dying Gangs? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I saw an article, or I saw a YouTube video. I, I didn't have a chance to click on it, but it was... I think they were pl- they were playing more with the symbiote suit, and the you know like it's like Sam Raimi, like looking at the symbiote suit. <laughs> Sam Raimi wears a black bodysuit every day and cries. <laughs> That's a. It's it can't be hard to find a a bodysuit on like like a like a motion capture bodysuit. Is that a thing? Can't you just buy that? Can't you just? I, I, I'm sure you don't need like a license to have a mocap suit. They're probably just expensive. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, the ones with all the little triangles and circles and dots. I mean, you could probably buy, like, a regular black morph suit and just, like, paint the triangles and dots on them. Yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, so that'd be, that'd that's be... when you learn that I'm all leg. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't that be... I was thinking about that as a Halloween costume. If you wore the if you wore the motion capture suit and then you said you were a motion capture character, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm Smaug. Yeah, like I'm, I'm Gollum. <laughs> yeah, I'm Gollum. Yeah. But it's a, you know, that'd be a clever costume because yeah. you could be a fat guy in a in a bodysuit. Be <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm Gollum. It's cool. <laughs> I'm, the, uh, I'm whoever you want. To, I'm the Incredible Hulk. I'm the, I'm the Goblin King from uh, <laughs> not not from Labyrinth from Hobbit. <laughs> ah. So, all right, back to the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, problems to work. Back to the eggs. We were so it comes with the little dipper. So, a little this little wire dipper, like the six tablets for dying. You know, you dip into water or whatever. Um, then, like, I got to give it to pause. Like, they really made like uh, eco-friendly packaging because it's sort of like when you're when you're when you're done drying the eggs, dipping the eggs, you actually you could punch holes in the back of the box. Mm-hmm. They were like you know pre. What do they call that when you punch the little perforated yeah. holes in the back, where you can like set the eggs into the actual box to dry them. That's cool. And then when all is said and done, you could actually like cut the edges of the boxes off, make little rings, so then you can set up the eggs to like stand up on. It's cute. So it's like you know, like you know, look at this food that should be in the fridge. <laughs> God bless America. We use food for entertainment. Right. We, we have so much food that we just decorate some and throw it out a couple of days later. <laughs> What are you going to do with all this stuff inside the pumpkin? Eh, it's going to go in the trash. We just wanted to carve the pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really like pumpkins. <laughs> what are you, you going to do with this pumpkin? I'm going to cut pieces out and just put it on my porch. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm just going to let it rot outside for a couple weeks. <laughs> Maybe I'll put a candle in it at some point. And then this is the time of year right after Easter, because we're recording this like what, two days after Easter, where all the Easter candy yep. now goes. And it's funny because it's like, Reese's peanut butter cups that are shaped like eggs, mm-hmm. which are the exact same things as regular Reese's peanut butter cups, are now like 35 cents. God, they taste so good. <laughs> it's the egg shape makes them taste better. It's, you know, it's like, why is it that one, one day it's $2, mm-hmm. you know, the day after Easter, 50 cents? Because they need to move it all. You can keep Reese's on the shelf for a while. Because candy takes a while to expire. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I got Reese's from Christmas up in the Careful There's Peanuts in here cupboard. Uh-huh. And they're still good. Yeah. But, you know, if in June you see Easter Reese's sitting around, you're like, yeah, I'm not buying Easter Reese's. It's June. <laughs> Even though the expiration date is like, right, like five years from now. <laughs> next presidential administration. Like, well, what if it's a two-term thing? It's real loose stricture. <laughs> Which is a fun oxymoron. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah.
Intentionally bad, Cosby. What's the best deal of that? When he was saying Phil Florin, Florin, Phil Florin, and it's awesome. Well, you can't get, you got one because of that one. You can't say Phil Florin, Florin, Phil. For those of you listening, that was supposed to be Bill Cosby. It's the Bill Cosby. There's that cocaine, Jack. Cocaine brings out the best of your, brings out your personality. And it's just what if you're an asshole. That's a Bill Cosby joke, and the well, comedy. Was it? Because I, I'm pretty sure those have words. In them. <laughs> well, that's my impression of Bill Cosby. Oh, they say people do the cocaine because it brings out their personality, and I was like, yes, but what if you're an asshole? Sounds like if Harry Carey spoke exclusively in glottal stops. <laughs> well, it's sort of, it's 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 the only time he curses in his in his comedy special. He says okay. asshole. Yeah. And I was a kid, it disturbed me greatly. So you just erased all the words from it <laughs> and made noises instead? <laughs> oh, the long I'm suffering from the stroke. It's called talk about karma. I can't even talk anymore because I read so many women when I talk about the goal of social karma, justice, and all that. Ah. Alright, he, he, he went from America's dad <laughs> to America's grandpa, they wheel over to the sunny side of the room. <laughs> My eyes are got all cold, all kind of fuzzy and blurry, and I can't say anything. All right. <coughs> I hurt myself doing that one. I'm glad. Before you go, well, while you're in there, mm-hmm. think of what Quentin Tarantino is going to talk about today. Oh, that's right. It's the third thing of those ah, You know what they call a Big Mac and the Big Mac? The way you're up with them, call the Big Mac. They all got the quarter pounders with the, with the bar on the pudding. Now, what's upsetting to me is that you're such a big fucking fan of yourself, you're not going to cut a second of that. It's funny to me. Because it's true. <laughs> and we'll be back. Um, we're back. Okay, no, we're not back. All right, we are back. Damn it. Alright, so, it is Tarantino Tuesdays, which for our listeners, if these all kind of blend in together, we may have two Tarantino Tuesdays in one episode, but... Two and Tarantoon Tuesdays. Two and Taran... Turn? The Shroud of Turn. Tarantino Tuesdays. Tarantino... <laughs> the Shroud of Tarantino. Quentin uh, Tarantino. <laughs> so, with that... I was thinking, you know, which... <laughs> I'd like to drive, too. Just keep that from happening again. I'm sorry. I clicked on my phone for a second, and it was really, really Pointed bright. right in my face at highest brightness. <laughs> God, set to dim auto or sun. It's okay if we go fucking creening into the side of the road. You say creening into the side of the road? <laughs> What's that? Creening? Kareem's the word. It's not like you said creeding. They're like, I'm not, willing, I'm not willing to make my sacrifice tonight. Ah. <laughs> no, we were just discussing at work how great it would be to die. Alright, so Tarantino Tuesday. Tarantino Tuesday. <laughs> and seeing that we are, we, we just finished celebrating Easter. 
Well, you might have finished, but I'm still going hard. Nice. Fucking happy Saturnalia, man. You know? three, six, five, motherfucker. <laughs> Saturnalia's in December. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the pagan fucking holiday is that's that's supposed to be that it's, the Christian stole from the pagans. It's pronounced Easter. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Esther? What is it? You said Saturnalia. Saturnalia. <laughs> no, 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 the... The holiday that they stole and turned into Easter is called Easter. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were just like, hey, you know what Jesus is part of? Easter. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess. Yeah, you can you can celebrate too. Like, yeah. Stop yeah. fucking. <laughs> yeah, but our uh, Savior came back today. <laughs> right. Yeah, stop fucking. Our Savior came back. Like, okay, yeah, you guys you guys can hang out too. We're doing like fertility stuff. Like, yeah, like Easter eggs and uh, Christ. <laughs> and that's the story of Easter. That's the true story of Easter. Okay, so... But... <laughs> Mrs. Crabapple, the kindergarten teacher... Wow. ...has decided... Uh, hold on, a stock's gonna fucking sue us? <laughs> well, she's a kindergarten teacher, not just, uh... Not, not a third grade teacher named Mrs. Crabapple. <laughs> it's a kindergarten teacher named Mrs. Crabapple. Okay. <laughs> Miss Crabapple. Miss Crabtree. Wait, that is a little rascal. Yep. Keep trying. Miss Crabbush. Miss Crabbush is the <laughs> She would never be hired to teach children. You know how many fucking sixth graders would walk by the room and just slip off Miss Crabbush? Call her a bull dyke? Kids are fucking awful, dude. Miss <laughs> Crabbush would not last long enough to pull Quentin Tarantino into her classroom. Oh, yeah, so Miss oh, Crabbush yeah, right is the kindergarten teacher. Right. She's not, she's at the lower level. She's not at the same level as all the other kids. And she, she's, it's the, it's the week, it's a couple days before Easter, guys, because they were actually closed on Good Friday. Yeah, really fucking set the scene for me, Chris. <laughs> and so, uh, she wants to have someone. She wants to have a guest come into her class and describe to her children the 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 the, the, the miracle of Easter and the, and the holiday of Easter. So it turns out she got to, she pulled Quentin Tarantino to describe to the kindergarten kids what the miracle of Easter is. Hey, it's okay today, class. Uh, we have a, a, a Mr. Quentin Tarantino. He works for, in Los Angeles, Hollywood, and uh, he's going to describe to us uh, what Easter is. It's coming up next, next this upcoming Sunday, Mr. Tarantino. Uh, one, one, one second. Ah, <coughs> oh, Jip's like a bitch. All right. So, hi everyone. I'm Mr. Tarantino. You can call me Mr. T because I pity fools. You get it? All right. Oh, oh, hold on. Shit's shit's dripping. Okay. So, what are we talking about? We're talking about Easter, alright? We're talking about the resurrection, the resurrection of Christ, okay? I put a lot of Christian imagery in my films, so I'm a big fan of the big boy, alright? I don't know if you ever noticed, you know, when Beatrix gets shot in the fucking head. Uh, well, you guys are a little young for that. Next year, when you see Beatrix gets shot in the fucking head, alright? Notice her arms are fucking splayed out like the Christ figure. She gave a sacrifice, alright? She gave the lamb and her lamb's blood and other kinds of blood. And she didn't just ask for permission to kick ass. She just went out and kicked ass. And Jesus Christ, he kicked ass, all right? This is... All right, he gets hung from a cross. <laughs> you know what happened to Jesus? <laughs> he got crucified. That means they nailed him to a big fucking piece of wood, okay? Left him up there to starve. He died. They just threw him in a fucking hole, all right? That's what they did to people back then. They thought that he was lying about how he was God, but he was like, no. 
I'm fucking God, all right? They threw him in a fucking hole. Three days later, they push a rock out of the way. He's not fucking there anymore. I don't get it. You don't get it. That's why we love it. That's why we went and saw The Last Temptation of Christ three fucking times in the theater, okay? I don't care what the foes not Aramaic. That shit was a masterpiece. And that's why we celebrate Easter. <laughs> Timmy, Timmy, stop crying. Yeah, you little bitch. <laughs> that was Tarantino Tuesdays. Give me a theme song for Tarantino Tuesdays. <laughs> Damn, bird, go to sleep. What? There's a bird in the sky. But it's nighttime. That shouldn't happen. There's no nocturnal birds, owls, damn it. Don't you want to fly at night? There's Hawks. less traffic? Bird traffic? <laughs> yeah. You realize there's like a whole sky. <laughs> what if you're like a loner, you know? Like, you gotta fly during the day, you, gotta, you, you may run into like a family member, or like, not a friend, more like an acquaintance. I'm gonna avoid that bitch because she pushed me out of a nest when I was a baby. <laughs> like that, you know, that, that kid that went to the same, you know, lived in the same tree as you or something like that, you know. So you, well, you wanna avoid them, so you fly at night. It seems to make more sense, you know? Weird, you could be antisocial. You could be a fucking sea shift zombie bird. <laughs> just everyone's like, oh yeah, I grocery shop uh, on the weekend. Like, oh yeah, I just do it at like fucking nine o'clock at night. Yeah, it's fucking the, fuck the early bird. I'm fucking I'm flying at night. I'm the late bird, and I'm gonna catch the worm while he's sleeping. Sneak <laughs> into his fucking house. And just look for a little bit. See, man, you honey, fucking honey, is that the door? Go check who's check who's at the hole, honey. It's, it's the late bird. Oh fuck! <laughs> the late bird is a you horror see? figure. It's always the... the last one you expect. We're always worried about the early bird, and it's the fucking late bird that gets us. <laughs> yeah, we're on our guard in the morning, and the late bird knows that. Honey, where's where's the gun, honey? <laughs> oh, gun. It's it's, it's, it's in the safe. It's got trigger locks on it. <laughs> What's the combination? Well, it doesn't matter, honey. You don't have thumbs, and the bird's right here. <laughs> it's like a far side cartoon. <laughs> a lot of good it's doing us now. Right. Fucking lock. Where's the gun safe in the other room? Uh, you just see, like, a little beak poking into a wormhole. <laughs> and, like, a, just like a, you know, a, a worm woman with, like, curlers in her hair saying, Harold, get the gun. <laughs> That's like, that's exactly every fucking Far Side cartoon. <laughs> it is a worm shouting, Harold, get the gun because there's a beak in the hole. Beak in the hole sounds a lot dirtier than it was. Yeah, it's a copy of my porno autobiography. And here's a cow. <laughs> right. Hi, I'm Gary Larson. Uh, yeah. I'm Gary Larson. I draw animals doing human things. <laughs> I jump because I love it. Far side my fucking shit. I have the Far Side Gallery Six, the one that has like the Mo- Mona Lisa. On that it. is Far Side Gallery Three because I have that too. <laughs> yeah, it's got the Mona Lisa cow on it. Yeah. yeah. The Mona Lisa. Actually, I, I borrowed that from my dad's friend about 16 years ago and never returned it. And what's funny, I live, I now live two blocks away from that friend and could pop in on him at any time and return his book, and I haven't. I, I totally fuck with him and I, just I, 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 Yeah, I could, I could do that any day, and I don't every day. 
<laughs> I should someday just like fucking pop at it three on. Three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, just just pop in and be like, oh hey Matt, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, sorry I didn't you know call ahead or anything, but uh, here thanks, it was great. <laughs> What, what is this? Oh, you let me borrow that when I was like eight years old. <laughs> and see, and on the last page, I drew my own comic. Yeah. <laughs> it's a worm it's with the curls in her hair. Say, <laughs> like Harold got the gun. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry I lost the book jacket for it. But in my defense, it's been moved six times. <laughs> it always gets packed. Uh, yeah, like, it's a, like you have to, you have to hold. Uh, before you move, yeah, you lift it up. Uh, you hold yeah, it. Does yeah, this yeah. bring me pleasure? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, every time I have gone to my bookshelf and donated shit I'm never going to read, I have looked at this and said, this is Matt's book. I'm keeping it. But you know that, that Zen process or like, uh, you yeah, pick up oh, everything. Yeah, yeah. Does, this bring me- Does this bring me pleasure? Yeah. Have I used it in the past year? Right. No, but... Fuck, it's just the far side. No, but this is funny as shit because if Matt dies before me, I'm putting it in his coffin. Or he'll get eaten by worms. Oh, I'll be so mad. Say, Harold, where's the gun? But I'm bummed. need to make sure my dad doesn't listen to this podcast. Because he'll tell Matt. And Matt's going to show up at your house. Yeah, Matt's going to be like, hey, where's my fucking book? Like, why did you say fuck? You're a teacher at a Christian school. Ever since Quentin Tarantino showed up. Yep. The ninth seal has been broken. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino showed up and talked to us about Easter. He was vulgar as shit. Say whatever the fuck I want now, you little bitch. Give me my book. Wow, this got really weird and mad here. But yeah, I, I like the first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I was, yeah, I sort of Holy like, shit! What? Didn't we go on like a crazy funny tangent when like a plane flew overhead once? <laughs> yeah. And now, this time it's because a bird flew overhead. <laughs> just anything in the, things sky, in the sky. Things in the sky are just great for conversation. <laughs> just got the attention span of a toddler. Like, Ooh, something's flying. <laughs> Fucking 15 minutes of material. Ooh, something's flying. Existential horror. I'm not safe in this plane. <laughs> of existence. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got all Kafka ask on you. Is Kind of bugging me. Kafka ask? Bug? Nothing? He wakes up and he's a bug? What the fuck is Kafka? <laughs> oh, what did you, know what you say? <laughs> oh. I just find fuck with you. I was right. No, wait. Kafka? Bug? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Transformers. <laughs> and we're back. But Luke Skywalker's not. Hey, hey. Mm. You fucking really depressed me last night when you, when you just kind of hit me with the <laughs> Luke Skywalker died a virgin. Yeah. When you think about it, yeah. fucking guy never had a girlfriend. You never see him with a girlfriend. Like, there's no one had kissed him goodbye when he left with um, Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Like, no one like, oh, yeah, be careful. And, Right, and don't forget to you know send me messages and stuff. He got and, more action from his sister and his aunt than anyone else in the galaxy. <laughs> and like he, when he dies on, I mean, well, spoiler alert, Last Jedi, you know, he dies, and it's not like, you know, they could have. I know once again we shouldn't follow the head canon, but it wasn't like he was clasping some uh, like a. A picture frame or some remnant or you know a, a silk scarf or something from a, from ex lover or something like that 
you know, and I said ex-lover because he could he could have been he could have been at the dudes. You know, I'm saying. Well, then again, he was attracted to his sister. But I mean, yeah, he, he could swing both ways. He could be Jedi fluid. You know. <laughs> Does everyone need a love interest? They don't. But I mean, he's the savior of the galaxy, and he right. just fucking. So? He, he's not owed sex treats because of it. Well, no, no, okay. Ah, yeah. He's a good guy. <laughs> fucking no. <laughs> nobody, hey. nobody is owed sex. <laughs> he almost died in the snow. Come on, he was on yeah. Hoth and the yeah. Wampa hit he him. He almost died in the snow for fucking nothing. <laughs> he didn't learn anything on that trip. He saw he saw a satellite come from the sky and learned nothing about it that they didn't just figure out with scanners the next day. Right. He didn't see that though. Yeah. So then they're on Hoth mm-hmm. and you know they're 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 closing the, the, the big ass doors on Hoth. So they're closing the big doors on Hoth, and and you know Han Solo is getting a little worried because you know his friend Luke Skywalker hasn't come back yet, and so here comes you know. Spoilers! Uh, I haven't seen Empire. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the best one, man. No. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so here comes this uh, you know this member of the Rebel Alliance, you know, saying, uh, "Sir, you know Luke Skywalker yeah. hasn't checked in." Yeah. It's a possibility he might have checked in on the south door, in the but south corner. It's possible. It's po- Why don't you go find out? My friend's out there. He's going to freeze to death. Oh, your friend. <laughs> That's what makes him so special? Han Solo's friend yeah. is out in the fucking snow? Oh, let me just check my name tag real quick. Oh, oh I'm not Han Solo. Oh, I guess it doesn't fucking matter to me then. So I don't get special treats because yeah. I'm yeah. not Han's friend. Yeah. They're not a, a, a special yeah. party to come get to come get me. Also, didn't you just fucking quit? What are you doing here? <laughs> hey, let me, once again, let me check my, my name tag. It says Bob Fortuna. <laughs> not... Not Han's friend. Hey, hey, guys, guys, you know what you do? Don't go out in the snow and get lost because it's a fucking snow planet and it's icy and we, they, he knows we closed the doors at 7. Don't get fucking lost. Unless you're Han's friend. Yeah, yeah Echo Base, cancel the search party on everyone that's not Han's friend. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't fucking think we're walking around like we don't know what the fuck is going on. Just because I'm not a fucking Jedi, and just because I'm not a seven foot fucking talk, walking on his fucking hind legs dog, or your girlfriend. Yes, we all know about Leia. She's your fucking girlfriend. You guys kind of have this on again, off again, moonlighting, will they or won't they thing. And I know you don't get moonlighting or what it is. It's a reference, but trust me, that's a thing. It's a reference to a thing. Okay? You know, this is the Rebel Alliance. And you prove that you're neither a rebel nor an ally, Han. So, fuck you. Let me tell you, you know, to you, you know, I, I, I heard the story. Because trust me, just because Luke is, I'm not, I'm not mad at Luke because he's the one that got lost. You know, I'm just mad because you're so special because he's your friend. I like Luke, as a matter of fact. Yeah, but we're, we're going to look for Luke because he's Commander Skywalker, not because he's Captain Solo's buddy. Yeah, he's a member of the Rebel Alliance. That means we look out for each other, Han. Not just because he's your fucking buddy. Let me tell you, you know what? Let me tell you. My fucking family died on Jeddah, okay? <laughs> you know, for you, this is about money and a cute princess and, oh, I can imagine pretty much. You know, well, fuck you. My, my job, family died. My job is to track down people who should be on Echo Base but aren't. I was going to go do it anyway. I don't climb up into the Millennium Falcon and slap the Wookiee dick out of your mouth while you're working, okay? <laughs> so don't come into my house and tell me how to do shit. <laughs> so fuck you, Han. 
Yeah. Fuck you very much. Fuck you, huh? <laughs> this has been how it should have gone. <laughs> how it should have started, you yeah, know? There's yeah. that YouTube series, How It Should Have Ended. Yep. How it should have started. No, I know he's going to die a virgin if you don't go get him. Yeah. Let, me, let me tell you what, I've looked into the future. Yeah, he fucking dies a virgin anyway. <laughs> Guess what? Hey, 30 years from now, people aren't going to be telling stories about Luke Skywalker, Han Solo's friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get it. He's your friend. We were all at the fucking medal ceremony. Y'all walked. They played the fucking graduation music. You walked down the fucking aisle. And, you know, I, I was there, you know. Yeah, I, I saw them not give a medal to your fucking dog either. And I know you say, like, oh, he flies a ship, but he's a fucking dog. You know, let's fucking not, let's not split hairs here. He's a fucking dog. Okay? He's a nice guy. Don't get me wrong. I know him. I like him. He growls nice things at me. But he's your fucking dog, huh? I'm still on top of circumstance playing during the medal ceremony. Because come that is... That's not too far. John Williams is a genius, but mm, let's, let's fucking say he might have barred a little bit. <laughs> Oh, what they play for Qui-Gon's funeral pyre. <laughs> yeah, so we were all there, Han. We all saw you get a fucking medal. We all saw your friend Luke get a fucking medal. It doesn't make him special because he's your fucking friend. He's special because he's the hero of fucking Yavin 4, okay? So fuck you, Han. Some Fuck you very much. Some might argue he's the butcher of Yavin 4. <laughs> He killed yeah. three million people. One man's freedom fighters, one man's terrorists, yo. He killed three million people with the push of a button. Yeah, it's not all, uh, you know, it's not all killing in white, white uniforms. Oh no, that was a, that was a completed no. Why, why are we doing Rodney Dangerfield and Woods? I tell you, you know, thirty-seven in a row. <laughs> <laughs> but it's no. Yeah, those people knew what they were into. That right. the first Death that, Star, oh, totally deserved since, to get. Since they knew what they were getting into, they deserve to die. Yeah, they, they, it's they, not their death is less deathy because they they knew the risks. Well, this is this isn't the uh, the clone army anymore. These are not right. mindless drones that were that Except were created and 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 and, and uh, have, what's the word I'm looking for? Trained, uh, you know, from birth. To be loyal. How do you know that? I. What do you mean? How do I know that? I mean, like, how do you know that? Well, because. How do you know they didn't keep cloning? They might in, in the extended because, universe they did, and they never said, "Hey, that's not true." They just said, "Hey, that's not necessarily." Canon. Okay. Well, all so, the stormtroopers we saw, Leia said, didn't have a New Zealand accent. <laughs> Leia said, "Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper?" So yeah. there's some sort of a uniform height for stormtroopers. Yeah, like the fucking police. Okay. And, and any, anybody of any race can be a police officer, but if you're shorter than 5'5", five, five, you may not come, be a cop. How come 2017 John Boyega uh-huh. and 1977 Mark Hamill are the same fucking height then? Well, because it's because, a new order and it's right. not the Empire. Right. So that's new when team. they... <laughs> and, and fucking, they were even saying in Force Awakens, like, hey, we probably should have used clones. Because, hey, we're having issues yeah, exactly. with they're, they're Now, because we're not using clones anymore, like the Empire fucking did. In the beginning. God in the created. beginning, Luke Luke says, I'm going to sign up for the Academy. Right. Which is meaning, like, it, it, he almost, he would have joined the Empire okay. just to get out of that boring have, as fuck Have, you, have you read Lost Stars? No, Do you know I what don't. the Academy is? No. It's an officer's school. To be an officer for the Empire. You don't go to the academy to be a stormtrooper. 
Okay. Are you going to tell me that there aren't people that signed up to be stormtroopers? Are, are you, so you're saying that, okay, oh, so only volunteers become officers? No, no, when you go into the academy, your goal is to become an officer. Maybe you become a stormtrooper, and you know what? Officers die on the Death Star, too, and they knew what they were getting into. My point is, fuck you, man. Okay. Okay, the actual stormtroopers, the guys in white fucking uniforms, white, yeah. white shields, white armor, are they... Are they clones? According are to they the volunteers? Because I think I thought they got the ball rolling with clones, and then, as you know, the Empire did, you know, either through propaganda, either through fucking terror, you know, they kind of got people to quote unquote volunteer. Do you want the answer? But still, you could suck the fucking end of a blaster if if, if the only alternative is is join. You know, you could fucking totally private pile your way out of that shit. Right. You know, if they like, if they come to your planet, if someone comes to your fucking, someone comes. To, to fucking New York, and the ultimate part is to join ISIS or die. Yeah. Fucking die. Would you? Would you? Would you rather join ISIS and fucking you know fly planes to the fucking White House? No, I'll fucking suck the fucking end of a blaster. I mean, or at least I, get I a should... fucking sweet job, you know, mopping fucking floors somewhere. I mean, bad example of like, would I rather just die or would I rather fly a plane into the White House? <laughs> I'm just saying, is it your fucking gonna... today? <laughs> April fourth, twenty eighteen. Those are my two options. Okay. Fucking careful, man. <laughs> Would I rather die or die like this? <laughs> okay, I get, I get what you're saying. I'm saying like if, if, that being said, if ISIS no, or North Korea shows up and they say you join the North Korean army. Which will, you know, we, we haven't we haven't killed all of America yet. So us recruiting you means you will be killing fellow Americans. Or, I mean, you know, there's also the alternative of just blowing your fucking brains out. Right. I'd rather blow my brains out than join the, the, the Korean Empire. Cool. Anyway, so to answer your question, <laughs> which had no punctuation, uh, let alone a question mark. Um, really no punctuation of any kind. Um, according to the extended universe, which hasn't been contradicted, though it's not confirmed, mm-hmm. is that the 501st Legion, Vader's Fist, his personal squadron of stormtroopers, uh-huh. were kept as pure clones of Django Fett. Uh-huh. After the Clone Wars, the, the people on Camino just kept cranking out Jangos for Darth Vader. Uh-huh. The rest of the stormtroopers were a mix of volunteers, clones of Django, and clones of other specimens. Oh, okay. Anyway... So there were volunteers. Well, I, I mean, I'm just saying the people on the Death Star are no less dead because they knew they might die. Well, the clones were Brent's fucking birth to be fodder. Right. Uh, clones of other people, I'm assuming, are, are, because I mean, you know, I mean, if we want to get real nitpicky, any of the stormtroopers we see in the original trilogy, or the original trilogy. Nobody has a fucking New Zealand accent. So right. none of those, none of any of the stormtroopers that, for all of, for all intents and purposes, all the stormtroopers we ever fucking saw, I mean, the few that actually had lines, none of them, you know, sounded like Django Fett. If you were born to the same parents, uh-huh. but adopted by a British couple, okay, would you sound like you lived in New York City or old? True. After Django Fett died... Maybe they stopped, you know, once they realized, hey, Django Fett was an evil fucking bounty hunter, maybe they stopped showing, like, you know, rapping with cap propaganda <laughs> videos of Django Fett saying, hey, you can be a didgeridoo too. Join the clown army. <laughs> Even though didgeridoo, I think, is Australian and not New Zealand. It's Australian for beer. <laughs> 
Pound and speak. People from New Zealand are going to be so fucking pissed. Pound and speak Mandalorian. <laughs> Taika Waititi's going to pull, fucking sue somebody. Pulls up a fucking Creep Dragon skull. Vagina. <laughs> Taika Waititi's going to sue somebody. <laughs> anyway, so that's why. Right before you picked me up, I was listening to the Fat Man on Batman, and they're talking about uh, how this could be, you know, Chris Evans has said that, you know, Avengers 4 is going to be his he's last done. movie. Yeah. And it's like, I'd rather we leave with Captain America on top. Mm-hmm. You know, and not no, no, no homo. <laughs> Steve Top, Tony Bottom. <laughs> That's how it is in my slash fiction. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'd rather it be him leaving as opposed to, like, like what Kevin Smith said, you know, you know, where he's like, he's, he's not really doing it anymore and it's sort of like, you know, I'm going to put on the fucking... You know the tactical suit again. If if, if he dies, he dies. Yeah. Which is a quote from Rocky Four. You would uh, know that if you saw it. <laughs> if he dies, he, he dies. dies. Ivan Drago, right? Yes. Played by the incomparable Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren, who from from the Fifth Sense. Uh, Did you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? No. They, they um. D, I don't know if you know any of the characters, but D. Well, I mean, I, I, you know what I, I, I kind of, like, I dig a little bit of It's Sunny in Philadelphia. The fandom kills it for me. I guess. You know, when dude bro's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, that, that just totally yeah. fucking kills it for me. Rick, Rick and Morty is the same fucking way, man. Just yeah. avoid the fans and just enjoy it for what it is. But anyway, D gets, uh, like, an, an extra role in an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Uh-huh. So everyone else decides they're gonna write a, a Shyamalan style movie with a you know with a twist, but it's just it's a shitty movie that they write. It's called The Fifth Sense. Uh-huh. It's a prequel to The Sixth Sense, and Dolph Lundgren plays Doctor Dolph Lundgren <laughs> with a super sense of smell because smell, as we all know, is the fifth sense. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, is like, Dolph Lundgren actually in it? No, he's oh not. okay, gotcha. They're, they're just talking about him. <laughs> like, and um, and Dennis is like, I figured out the twist. So he'll have a romantic interest, and, you know, partway through the movie, they'll have sex with each other, but here's the twist. We show it. We show everything. Full penetration. Then we'll go back to the little bit of the action, back to full penetration, back and forth like that, until the movie kind of just ends. <laughs> like, you... That's just, that's just a porno dance. <laughs> yeah, right? That's just a high-budget porno. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's... Get the incomparable Dolph Lundgren of the Fifth Sense fame. Yeah. But yeah, if, if Cap dies, we, dies. We, we've got two other Caps in the chamber, man. Well, yeah, that's I mean, it's, and technically three because you can you can tap the the War Machine. You got War Machine. What, was he ever Captain America? He, I don't think he was ever officially Captain America, but he could at least be, you know, side sidekick. Right. And I mean, and I hate to put it that way, you stay, know, stay sidekick, already. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we, we 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 got our one. We got T'Challa. You can you can stay sidekick, <laughs> you know. Or or that would be a movie. The three kind of I in, unintentionally competing to be Captain America, War Machine. Uh, uh, I say Red Falcon because saying Falcon just doesn't feel right to me. Sorry. Red Falcon yeah. and Bucky. I, I I think it'd be cool if well, what I would want oh, to they have all to, take up the man. Well, well, what I want team team Captain team, America team Cap. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, what I would want for you know. My, my own, you know, not feeling guilty about where the movies went. Is I would want Falcon to become the new Captain America, but the Winter Soldier works with him as a partnership rather than like a hero sidekick kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you know, Bucky stays the Winter Soldier, Falcon becomes Captain America, and they they have buddy movies where they're you know, <laughs> like three times the movie they're like, 
Remember when Steve was alive? <laughs> yeah, that was nice. Anyway, let's go throw some shields. <laughs> you know what it is? They're like the friends. You know, like when you have that one friend right. that when the third friend isn't there, you feel awkward around. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're you're when when all three of you are together, it's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. When when that one mixing element isn't there, yeah. they're like, hey, you know, see so the new Star Wars. <laughs> these friends in high school, Cody and Robert. I'm still still really close friends with Cody. I fell out of touch with Robert, but that's you know, another story. But and like they'd hang out without me, and like you know e- each other pairing. You know, we'd hang out without the other one, but like I was just like, what are they doing? I'm not. I imagine them just sitting alone in the room, feeling wish I was here. <laughs> and I, I recognize that that's just you know we're all we're all the main characters of our own stories. They probably had a great time without me. It was just. Uh, it's funny thing, like, what happens when I'm not around? <laughs> We're a trio. How does that work? <laughs> Even though, like, I knew exactly how it worked when it was, you know, one of them wasn't. Yeah, no one wants to see Larry and Curly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're great, but, you know, you need a mole. Right. They're all just going to cry about where's the mole. <laughs> like, not now, Shemp. <laughs> Fuck off, Shemp. <laughs> He kind of sticks his head in the door. Ah. Fuck you. Yeah. I was like, I wish Shemp would just die. And then he did. They felt terrible about it. He died on a skid row <laughs> flop house. Found Shemp dead on a fucking toilet. That fucking prostitute was like a main suspect. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, it was a prostitution thing gone, gone awry. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He was gonna go. He was like not gonna pay her. She fucking killed him. <laughs> Stabbed him in the throat six times and poked both his eyes out. <laughs> Doesn't he always just put the hand up? Yeah, you know. Think after all these years, he would have thought to put his hand up. Nope. <laughs> That's why he was the worst stooge. <laughs> Why you're fucking dead, Shem. He got you in the eyes and then stabbed you in the throat. He blocked the eyes. You could have bopped her right on the nose. Nope. You could have swung around. You should have, could have put a plank on your shoulder, swung yep. around. Yep. <laughs> like you were distracted. Giving her a fucking subdural, subdermal hematoma. <laughs> subdural? Subdermal? I believe it's subdermal. Brain hemorrhage. <laughs> so right now I feel like... Uh, you ever see Goodfellas? Yes. All right. Well, you know, like... Uh, the scene at the end of Joe Pesci when, when, when they're making Joe Pesci a made man but instead they shoot him in the back of the fucking head yeah so, yeah. It's, but I, so I sort of feel that way except that I, I think I'm walking to my death yeah. like I, I'm, I'm worried that like you're driving me to work but I may be taking an Uber home damn because <laughs> I sort of I mean I know we've kind of addressed it on the podcast but I don't know exactly how much I've, I've put out there like actually released this is where I shut the fuck up for my own safety oh, yeah. on. no well, it's just <laughs> you know I was hired in September yeah. I was hired through a temp agency and since then, they've hired seven people after me as permanents through the company and not through the temp agency. That being said, they don't use the temp agency anymore. They are direct hiring. But why haven't they gotten to me yet? And then, you know, to make matters worse, one of the people they hired was a temp that was hired after me. And they made her permanent. So I kind of jumped up two rings in the, in the, in the chain of command where I went to my supervisor's supervisor's supervisor and I sent him an email. And then coincidentally, we are having like a an important meeting today. Yeah, I, I, so, I don't think it has I mean, I don't think it has anything that. to do with that, but it's like, this would be the opportune time where right after the meeting, like, um, Chris, why don't you come over here for a second? Let's talk for a moment. Um, <laughs> I heard you were talking shit. Yeah. Clean out your fucking locker and uh, have a nice life. Well, no, they just... 
they say, hey, why don't you come here for a second? And they got a big old full cardboard box for you because they handled the locker during the meeting. Ah. Uh, and so this could be this could be the last car cast. <laughs> well, yeah. It's been fun. It's been fun. Those of you listening. <laughs> but it's I, one of those deals where, like, you know, I had to either, you know, they, they have to either shit or get off the pot. And, uh, like, you know, for me to stick around. you also had to shit or get off the pot. And you shit. Yeah. Now it's just a matter of where the shit landed. Yeah. Because like, this is either this is either going to make my life a lot better because they'll hire me. And if they hire me at the same rate they hired the new guys, it'll be a raise. Yeah. And I'll be paying less for health insurance. Yeah. And, you know, it'll be great. Yeah. Or, you know, or <laughs> the more easier option is fuck you. You're nothing to us. Yeah. And have a nice it. life. <laughs> And to prove that we can't have any kind of uprising, or we have to squash this, nip it in the bud, get the fuck out of here. And the fact that you see it as so binary, you can also just keep being strung the fuck along like you are right now. Yeah, yeah, it could be also like, oh. Well, this could also change nothing. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh, I have someone whining. Yeah. If you don't like it, quit. Yeah. Asshole. You keep showing up. Yeah. We're gonna... We're going to keep fucking you at the, at the rate we're fucking uh, you at. Why would we hire you if you've kept working when we haven't hired you? Well, we'll see, man. I'm showing that I'm a stand-up guy, that I'll be here even for the less amount. Right. But not for long. Well, but if, if you'll be here for the less amount, why would they give you more? <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll see. So, yeah. <laughs> Every time I swipe my badge at the door, like, <laughs> I'm waiting for a reject. Do you, you want to use yours here just to be safe? <laughs> just to make sure? Uh, let's, let's see. see. Really <laughs> Do you want it? Let's see. Right. Let's just, here you go. Let's give it a, moment, moment let's let's give it a college try. Okay, that's good. <laughs> you're, you're still allowed on site. <laughs> yeah. That's a start. Well, they haven't turned me off yet. It's a Friday afternoon. Anyone who has the power to turn it off is probably getting ready to walk out the door. Yeah. <laughs> see what happens, man. And it's like it's it is kind of you know I submitted it right on a Friday before we're all stuck to be you know, well we're not forced to be working overtime this weekend but we kind of are. Well, it, it, you know, it, the, it was there was a voluntary overtime posting, but it is mandatory that we have some volunteers. If yeah. we don't have the skill if, yeah, set, if we don't, if, yeah, if we don't yeah. meet if we don't, the requirements that we need, you know, then you are all coming in and working, which is silly to me. But you know, if you don't kill thirty people amongst yourselves, we'll kill sixty. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a bel- <laughs> Belco experiment, except we get an extra like hundred fucking bucks instead of killed. But this has been <laughs> <laughs> this has been two strangers one podcast, at least this iteration of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, six years, you know, we'll adapt and survive. And hope we may be back. Yep. Uh, if if it just kind of ends right now, I'm Austin. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we'll go. I'll go to your house or something like that. Or Tori's to... <laughs> uh, not really feeling it right now. <laughs> he kind of yeah, burned she, that bridge. She's, she's got a, she's got the shits. So you can't, can't, can't come over. She's got the shits. <laughs> Alright, and we'll be back. Maybe. Let's uh, let me do all my whole outro stuff. Please visit two podcast.net where you can find all things show related. Uh, you can find links to our iTunes page. You can uh, download, subscribe to us on iTunes on iPhone, iPad, or iPod. If you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can download us on the Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R for Android devices. Uh, that's the Stitcher app. I use the available offline option and uh, 
listen later option. Uh, so you don't have to kill your data. You don't have to kill your battery or your Wi-Fi spot. Get all the less episodes you want to listen to and listen to them later. Um, and, of course, we are available on the SoundCloud app. That is our hosting site. Um, I make sure all the episodes are downloadable. I think on iTunes they are downloadable, but on Androids they aren't. So that's why I'm a little, like... But if you go to the website on SoundCloud, you can find us, and you can download them from there if you want to do. Um, if you want to write to us, you can write to us at twostrangersonepodcast at gmail.com. That's all spelled out, twostrangersonepodcast. Uh, I got a brand new computer. Thank you to my dad for helping me out uh, with uh, basically a, a payment for the computer because uh, we're recording this on a new on a new system. And it sounded good when I was recording earlier, so, um, you know, thank you, Dad. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it was the old computer holding you back, and not this antique microphone. Like, <laughs> it's 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 uh, the microphone has uh, it has it has soul, it has yeah. spirit. It has you, you guys, you guys, you guys, seeing all this soul in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, um, I haven't. The funny thing is, with the new computer, I haven't. I have this. I don't have time to sign into the email account right now, but no one writes us anyway. But if you want to write us, you can write us at Two Strangers One Podcast. Well, what happened to that Gmail. one fan that writes all the time? He he fell off the fucking face of the earth. I don't know what Literally? happened. Really? Well, I don't know. Do you think the Earth's flat? <laughs> oh, we got another hour to go there. Man. <laughs> well, let's go to the space station. Look. Um, but yeah, the uh, but you can write to us at Two Strangers One Podcast at gmail.com. We want your money. We need your money. And until we set up a Patreon, what you can do is you can share and like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast. Once again, all spelled out. And share this episode, like the page, uh, share the entire page, and that'd be great. Uh, we also have a YouTube group, Two Strangers One Podcast Network. Um, let me see what else. <sighs> We're on Twitter at Stranger Podcast. Um, no, I, I've only, the episodes that are available online right now are really only from the past year. If you want to go back and listen to any of our other episodes from more than five years ago, we are on YouTube. Uh, just search for Two Strangers One Podcast. You can find all the earlier 200 some odd shows. Um, you can find my Stranger Vlogs, uh, which I've done about 40 so far, and I have two in the pipe. <laughs> and... <laughs> Two up the butt, <laughs> two in my anus, like a finger, and uh, and I also have my audiobook. If you want to hear my second book, Odd I See a Tale from the Road, you can listen to it totally for free on YouTube. Just search for Odd I See a Tale from the Road, also available on YouTube, and that's about it. I can't think of her speak on you know i got you never... going on, <laughs> i was like fuck that i got yeah. shit i gotta do yeah, if you, you guys can tell me how to how to beat this part of zelda i'm stuck on <laughs> shoot, wanna... shoot me an email thunderblight ganon's a bitch <laughs> thunderblight ganon's you have any way to beat thunderblight ganon you can write to us at two strings old podcast at gmail.com <laughs> thanks <laughs> get, get some traffic in that email account <laughs> Bunch of people telling me how bad I am at the game. <laughs> That's like the first like half of the game, like not even the first half. Well, no, no, it's because you can you can tackle those dungeons in any order. Oh, okay. Which I think is total rip off of a uh, Shadow of the Colossus, but for another day. You you can't tackle those in any order. You can, oh, I guess. <laughs> oh, you proved me wrong. I, I'm, I'm coming I'm to it. <laughs> All right. Well, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening. Had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to the Strangers One podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Austin. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. Chocolate. You should be fapping balls. All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want your Double Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs>
Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialistic Lynette. I feel you, Eric. <laughs> oh, fucking... Are you sure I didn't write this? <laughs> Uh, I, I smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Oh, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in Lotto history. Much like the recent Powerball, both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show. I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up. Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be honest with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, And if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just wanted to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it still. Lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, and his book, Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. How is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. and You could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. 
Chris Colano, appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out.